Welcome to Salt Craving, the podcast about solving your craving. My name's Claire. My name's Brianna. And today we're going to go as fast as possible. Brianna, what's your first craving? Um, uh, me. What? <laughs> My first craving cra- cra- is, uh, Claire, this is very fast. We're going at zero speeds. This is a lot. Um, uh, My first craving is food chemistry. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Um, I think I fell off. I'm not going fast anymore. Yeah, I, okay, I'll get I off the track. I think my skin peeled off, off a little bit. Oh, that's not ideal. So tell me about food chemistry. Yeah, okay, so <laughs> so food chemistry is always really interesting to me because science is cool, and it's even cooler when you can eat science. Um, <laughs> science, we should eat it. That's what I'm saying here today. And one of the things that I've been watching on YouTube a lot, um, it's actually two series by the Bon Appetit YouTube channel. Which one is It's Alive, which is a primarily about like things that are alive that are food, like bacteria, like culture and stuff. I thought stuff you just meant like fermenting. eat the live lobster. There is that. Great. There is also that. It's it's anything that's alive, but the primary the the primary stuff in the series is about fermenting and pickling and stuff like that and watching as bacteria does some cool stuff to food. And then the other series I've been watching on that channel is Gourmet Makes, which is where a uh, pastry chef, uh, Claire Saffitz, attempts to recreate snack foods to recreate stuff like Kit Kats and Oreos and Ferrero Rocher's. Basically reverse engineer them and create her own versions that are that are even better and that often involves a lot of food chemistry and the point is i've been watching a lot of things that have a lot to do with food chemistry and i think it's really really interesting the ways that using temperature and time and bacteria can make things different and cool so you've been watching media with other clairs in it I don't know how to, I didn't know how to tell you this. I figured I'd tell you on the podcast. <laughs> I've been I've been Claire cheating on you. Oh my god. <laughs> um, yeah, but I guess bacteria are cool. I'm not betrayed or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Claire, it's just you have to just you know, if you made your own food series where you recreated famous snack dishes, I, I would have to uh, I, I would just watch you, you know? Well, okay. Just, she's just offering something that you're not. I'm sorry. Well, I guess we're going to have to solve this craving by making our own show about... <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that focuses on food chemistry. I was thinking we would tell, you know, some fun food chemistry facts that are definitely real. Um, and maybe that's what our show <laughs> can be about. Food chemistry facts that are definitely real and not at all made. Up. Yeah. All right. Welcome to our show. Welcome to our show. Um, what's the premise of our show, Claire? Well, we tell you very definitely real science okay. food facts, and so, you do it at well, home in your kitchen. Well, we can actually show and it's all one hundred percent safe. Yeah, like we can show stuff, you know, on camera, so they know exactly how to do it, right? Yeah. Okay. So uh, here, here's one. If you dangle a knife above an egg, an egg will become so scared that it will eventually just curdle in its shell. You do have to hold it above the egg long enough, and you can even string it up with, like, some rope or something if you want to go do other stuff. The problem is, the egg will eventually revolt. Mmm, okay. I think, yeah. So you do have to keep it penned up. You have to keep it in a cage. And you also have to keep it just a single egg. Don't try this with multiple eggs. They will, you know, form communities and start a revolution together. Do you want to give me a fact about food science? I would love to give you a, a food science fact. So if you bury a 
piece of cheese in the ground. Eventually, you will grow a cheese sprout. You know, it's called, it's technically, a, you know, a plant that started from cheese, but it actually has mushrooms on the stems. It flowers and creates mushrooms, but they're like really cheesy mushrooms. Ah, my, the cheese mushroom tree. That's that's yeah. where the cheese mushroom tree comes from. That is where the cheese mushroom tree. And you can actually create that. You don't even need to water it. You just put a block of cheddar cheese into the ground. Every week? What are we talking about? No, no, no. You're just, you do it once. What and do you then it'll just feed grow. it? Oh, it'll, it feeds itself. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it feeds it's itself. It's because cheese is an unlimited energy source. Cheese is an unlimited energy source. But be careful because it will keep growing until it consumes everything okay so so you do have to be careful about that so you do have to cut it down at one point it's sort of like starting your own movie you you are the savior to the yeah. world if you cut down this mushroom yeah you do have to be careful and and make sure to cut it down before it gets too big because if it gets too big it will be kind of a little shop of horror situation give me another fact so <laughs> not a lot of people know this but you can just eat whole pine cones as long as you dip them in chocolate mm, first that's really interesting and now it's really interesting because when you dip an acorn yeah what's the what's or a the pine cone <laughs> they're the same thing <laughs> when you dip thing. a pine cone in chocolate it, the chemical substance of right. the pine cone does actually change it goes through mm. like a uh, magic girl transformation right. into a different food it, it will get gloves and a sash and a magic wand and it'll be ready to fight Whatever antagonist you have, it can be the one to take down the tree. Right. But it will be delicious. It sounded like it transformed into a different food entirely. Yeah, it's the magic... Magic, magic cones. Magic cones. Right, magic cones. That makes a whole, whole ton of sense. Um, It's not technically food. It's related to food. If you take a sheet of paper, eight and a half by 11 only, uh, it has to be lined with three, you know. And it has to be off-white. It can't be. (laughs) It has to be off-white. And you put it under a lamp, heat lamp, for about six hours. If I don't have a heat lamp, will a lava lamp work? A lava lamp will work, but it will take a little bit longer. You'll want to, you'll be looking at eight hours. Okay. It will uh, transform. It's not magic because it's science, of course. And it transforms into fondant. Great. already tastes like paper. So it's really not a huge change. And it really kind of does make sense. And that's how all fondant is made. They, they take it from the paper mills and they just quickly, you know, take it over to the fondant factory and, and transform it there on a, on a, on a huge scale. I think these are, these are, these good food facts do you have do you have any more yeah i think i do have one more and okay. uh it is another egg one eggs eggs, are, eggs have so much interesting science about them, yeah so no. e- eggs are our eggs are a very interesting food if you if you ever go to crack an egg and you do it with the tongs of a fork it will scream right. at the top of its lungs right and then you will have the perfectly made omelet. Oh. It's called a screamo. Okay. That's that's really interesting. The sort best thing a, is yeah. it feels like it's screaming in your stomach. Right. Let's 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 try it out. Let's try it out and uh <laughs> Uh, okay, well that's really loud. Um, uh, let's 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 try let's try eating this, seeing what it feels like inside the stomach. All right, it is kind of a, a moving sensation inside you. It's seeing... like having a child that doesn't want to be there. Yeah, it's kind of an egg pregnancy, a pregnancy, <laughs> if you would. I have one more fact. If you take a human hand. Uh, uh... <laughs> 
Now, I just want to remind you, <laughs> these are food scientific cravings. They have to be absolutely real, Brianna. You can't just say things about human hands. Well, no, you know, if you take a human hand, it can't be attached to an arm. This is very important. <laughs> and with the hand, you stir these three ingredients together. One is baking soda, of course. Another is double toasted toast, um, which is toast that you've toasted again. And cloth of polyester, polyester only. <laughs> and you stir them together with this human hand. Sorry, are you using? I just need to clarify. Yeah, please. Are you using the hu, Are you using the human hand as a spoon, or is the human hand itself also holding a spoon, and you are holding the human hand to well, stir no, no, with no. a spoon? Yeah, it's got the spoon. It's it has a spoon that you are that it is holding that you are holding. You don't want to actually get the human hand in the mixture. This is very important, but it does need to have that because of the distance required. You don't and, want to get too close to this concoction. <laughs> it's the aroma that also helps the aroma of a freshly cut off human hand Okay, that helps turn this when you microwave it for 27 minutes <laughs> it will turn into lobster that is how you make the most delicious meal ever folks please please try this in your kitchens <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, this has been, this has been Food Chemistry with Claire and Brianna. Absolutely um, all real. All, all real, real. scientific. Facts only. You can take it from me, a scientist. And me, also a scientist. Both of us are scientists. Especially with food. Um, Claire, do you have your own craving? Yeah. It's very similar to um, science facts. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's watching the sunrise. Aww. Yeah. That's so nice. And friends can be there too. Yeah. Friends friends are an optional thing. Friends are optional. <laughs> that's what Claire... This is exactly what Claire believes. Friends are optional. Yeah, that's what I said and meant. Yeah, that's exactly what you said and meant. I too like to watch the sunrise when I get up early enough for it. It's really nice. And now my specific craving for mm -hmm. the sunrise. Now, just watching the sunrise is nice. Yeah. But I want to I wanna be at like the top of a hill or like I want to watch the sunrise over a field of grass. Or from behind a mountain. Mm -hmm. Or if you don't have mountains where you live, mm -hmm. from the edge of We're sorry, of we're sorry, that's what we're saying. Yeah. If you don't have mountains where you live, we're I just want to see it rise from behind a mountain. Yeah, because it's a whole experience. It is. You get to see light enter the world for the first time since... Ever. Ever. Since ever. <laughs> Since ever. Yeah. The first sunrise. Every sunrise is a, is a new sunrise. The, every sun the interesting yeah. thing about the sun is it's recycled every 24 hours. <laughs> they recreate the sun. It's recycled sunlight. It's very good for the environment. Sunlight is never created. It is only preserved. <laughs> Nothing in this universe can create sunlight. <laughs> I've taken and astrology. That's what, I know this. Astrology. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like astrology to me. Um, and I think that's what makes the sunrise so special. And it's so nice to share with other people, right? Because you can all kind of sit there and comment, the sun is rising. There is light coming into the world. This is the, the first sky. time we've ever seen this. This is the first time we've ever seen this and the only time we will ever see this. Remember to take a photo of the sun. Look directly into the sun and then take that photo. If your eyes start to burn, that's intended. 
Don't look at the sun. No, please don't look at the sun. <laughs> but do, but do look at the sunrise. I feel like the best thing about a sunrise is the colors of the sky around it. T- tell me the colors. Purple and the purples and pinks and oranges. Those are some good colors. Yeah. <laughs> Were we gonna make a joke or was that just? No, I was. Well, I, I I like all those colors of the of the sky when the sun rises or when it sets. You know, either is good. What's the what's sunsets what specific? Can die. Okay. All right. <laughs> this is some real opinions. What makes a sunrise good and a sunset bad? Uh, well, a sunrise is like you are seeing the sun come in to the world, and mm. everywhere the sun touches yeah. is yours. Right. Okay. I think I've heard that somewhere before. <laughs> no, that's an original quote from okay. me. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> Everything the sunlight touches is yours. Quote. Claire. <laughs> See, with a sunset, you can have the green flash. That's cool, I suppose. Green is okay, I mm. suppose. Yeah. It's not as good. It kind of ruins the moment, you know? It is a very rare and yeah. special phenomenon yeah. to watch. I understand that sunsets can create very unique experiences, but do you really want a unique experience? Well, hang on, but the sunrise is unique too because the sun is recycled every 24 hours. Yeah, but see, that's the special thing about the sun. It's never the same, mm. and yet it's the same experience. It's the same experience. I really like when I experience something again and again and again and again rather than experiencing new things that might be interesting or different yeah keep um, to the same cycle the same day every day do the same this thing is why groundhog day is the ideal form it's true it's true. the movie not the actual day no no no. The, yeah the movie groundhog day is is of course what we're all striving for it's all it's our it's our end goal i just want to be stuck in a time loop I just want to be stuck in a time loop with no way to escape and then i could watch the same sunrise twice wow that's something no one's ever done before That'd be incredible. So how do you want to solve the craving of the sunrise? Hmm. What if we captured the sun before it set? Okay. Then we could create our own sunrise. Tell me about how we would catch the sun. Lasso. I was thinking a net, maybe? Okay, we can attach the net to the end of the lasso. Yeah, and then... Then we can throw the net with the lasso, twirl it above our heads. So then it'll just, before it sets, it'll just stay in the sky and we won't have night? Well, no, we pull it down. Okay. And And then we put it in a box. (laughs) (laughs) And then we put it in a box. All right, I'm following so far. Yeah. When we have it in the box, we can just release it at any time for mm-hmm. sunrise. And yeah. then how do we get it back up there so that it's a sunrise? Well, we make our own little screen and then we watch we watch it. We we put it in there. This is our sun now. So you've digitized the sun is what <laughs> it sounds like you've done. Well, it, it can be like a theater. We can oh, put okay. the sun in a theater. Okay. Welcome so this- to our production of Cats. This is the sun. <laughs> Playing every role. Yeah. We've turned the son into an actor. (laughs) This is my son, the actor. (laughs) Lays Miss Son of Russ. I would also be pro creating another son. Oh, okay. Like, what if we just made a second son? Well, the, okay, we just have to wait 24 hours. Oh, what if we just have an endless supply of suns? No, but I'm thinking, yeah. This what if is we what capture all the suns? We capture all the suns. But we and then we create our own sun civilization. Okay. And then they can work together. And give us the best sunrise by working together. They'll do friendship sunrise. And They'll then you can watch with your friends. It'll be a friendship sunrise with your friends. It'll be great. And they can make sure not to boil us alive when there's more than one sun. Because there's always the chance that that <laughs> will happen. I guess if we stole their son. 
son, then maybe it would be revenge. It might be revenge. The other option is that we artificially make a son. Okay. So like, you know how there was all those fears the Hadron Collider would create a a black hole? I'm aware of what people thought. What if that, but instead it makes a son. Okay, cool. It just creates a star. It's a tiny star. It's just a tiny star. It's like a pocket star or like a breath mint. You well, just yes, pop the but, sun in your mouth. And- well, I was thinking, I was thinking that's the starter for the sun. You know, getting back into science here, as we all know, all suns are born out of a single dot of sun. And then that kind of just gradually grows up. You know, it eats. Can you remind me what suns eat, Claire? <laughs> uh, they eat other suns. It's sort of like a merging, like yeah. amoeba. Yeah. So we get all these tiny little suns together. We start combining them. We make sun soup. We create ourselves another sun so that we can control the sunrise. And then we lasso that sun and we be friends with it. And then we watch the other sun with our sun friend. Our sun. This yeah. is, hello, this is my son. Hi, this is... <laughs> please don't speak to me or my son ever again. <laughs> yeah, I think that that's a good idea. I'll put a hat on my son. Ooh, what sort of hat would you give your son? A fedora. Really? Because I give my son a sun hat. <laughs> Thank you. I will be here all night. This is my son's son hat hat. My son's son hat hat. Does that solve your craving, Claire? I mean, I will watch the sun rise with all my son friends and some meat friends, and then I will be satisfied. I love to watch the sunrise with my meat friends. (laughs) And also my son friends. You know, the two types of beings. (laughs) Meat and son. (laughs) Uh, uh, yeah, I love that. That's a good idea. Uh, I'd love to know what your next craving is, but, but before I do, I do have a, a craving that shouldn't exist oh, to share. Yes! Woo! Oh, yes. This is my favorite segment on our show. Cravings that shouldn't exist. It's our jingle. <laughs> Thank you for having a jingle. Um, <laughs> so... You know what a GoPro is, right? Yes. So a GoPro is this great device that you can like put on your wrist or your head or whatever and or your dog and run around. Yeah. What I learned recently is about the cock cam, which is the GoPro for uh, the penis. Sorry. Do you want to explain a little more? Um, I don't know if I have to. I think you do because I think I need to know why this exists. Well, you see, you you put it on a penis, and then you turn the camera on. Okay. And then you have your vision from about two feet off the ground, or three feet. I don't know how big your legs are. (laughs) Oh, yeah, baby, get a shot of this. I can't. It's just seeing your vagina. (laughs) So... Yeah, that's definitely a craving. That and I don't even it. know if it's like a cock ring or something. It might be. That would actually make more sense, right? If it's like... But I don't think it is. I just don't understand what sort of vision you're hoping to get from that The best place. angle, obviously. Is it? Is it the best angle? You don't mm, want to see... I want to see the taint. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I want to see. It's I don't the... give a shit about the rest of this it's person's body. My favorite body. angle. All I want is the taint. My favorite angle is the tangle. <laughs> so who developed this i didn't look i'm gonna be honest i That's saw fair. this and That's i was fair. like it's 
as mm. we all know, it shouldn't exist yeah. anyway. I um, guess you could give me a craving now. Yeah, I, I, I might give you a craving, a craving that I think should exist, or rather that does exist, you know, <laughs> and that is important to have exist. My craving is having the range. <laughs> because okay. quite frankly, she doesn't have the range. <laughs> um, can, can you go on? <laughs> Yeah, so when it comes to singing, or speaking, but, but primarily singing, um, I really enjoy singing. It's a good time. But the, the unfortunate thing is, is I just don't have the range. I, once upon a time, had a much lower range, and it has moved up. It didn't expand. It simply went from, here's how I describe it, it simply went from the bottom of Brendan Urie's range, from Panic at the Disco, to the middle slash top of his range. And I do not have access to lower or higher than that. It's a small amount and it has moved up and I appreciate that it's moved up, but I just, I need it to expand. How do we inflate the range? How do we inflate the range? Now, some people, some people might say hours and hours of practice, but those people don't know what they're talking about. Because we know that you can just use an air pump to inflate the range. As we all know, here's how it works. So you take your medical air pump. The doctors will prescribe you the medical air pump. It's medical air pump. And then you stick it just in your mouth and down your throat. Um, <laughs> it will become difficult to breathe, but that is part of the procedure. And then na nail your vocal cords with it. N nail? Yeah, you just have to, like, pierce it, because uh, you need to oh. fill them up with air. Yeah. You know how this works, Claire. Yeah, no, I do. You, yeah, of course I do. We're, this is, this is a medical, you know, this is a, this is simply this a medical is, procedure it, that happens all the time. Yeah, this is standard practice. This is standard practice, and then you inflate it, and depending on how much you inflate it, you can just, your range will just expand. Uh, who who who's who've undergone this? Who who are some names that attributed think, to the success of this? I mean, you know, first and foremost, Mariah Carey okay. uh, has undergone this. The previously who I previously mentioned, Brendan Urie, has gone through this. Think of the best singers that you that you know of, right? Think of think of people who really you think, wow, they really have the range. Freddie Mercury went through it. But there's other procedures that, that people have gone through as well. One, of course, is the cyborg voice edit, where once you're a cyborg, you can just edit your range just on a, you have a slider. Okay. We're all cyborgs anyway. It's not like a huge deal, right, Claire? Yeah. I'm still on the piercing your lungs. Well, okay, yeah, let's 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 get back to that for a second cuz you have to be very careful about what amount of air you're putting in there because if you put too much air in there it can pop mm. and you can lose the ability to sing. You can still speak totally fine, but you just won't be able to sing anymore. And it's not like you'll be a bad singer. You'll try to to do things musically or rhythmically and, and out it, will come the, uh, the... William Shatner's oh. voice. <laughs> in that one weird album he did once upon a time is it won't be his voice of course it'll be your voice but it will just be you'll try to sing and it will just come out like i'm singing a song right now this is me singing so you do have to be really careful with the amount that you're filling it what what's the procedure i have to undergo to have the range of the chipmunks Alvin and the chipmunks specifically. Right, yes. The the Alvinization procedure. Yeah. Um, it's quite a similar procedure. It's just you, instead of going for air, 
you're actually just injecting super helium in there. Um, mm. Not to be confused what with helium. Is, what is super helium? <laughs> so super helium is a chemical compound that is made up of helium and super chemical. <laughs> now, super chemical is, Wait. of course, the thing that we all know, which makes people superheroes. Um, <laughs> oh, and this is why you mix super chemical and radiation. Yes. And that's why it doesn't kill you. Exactly. It makes you a superhero. Exactly. Or a supervillain. Exactly. And in this case, you're mixing it just with helium. <laughs> um, and Wait, does that mean... Alvin and the Chipmunks are superhero singers. What did you think their What did you think their power was? No one could get their voice up that high. That's their superpower, Claire. You know, so like if that's a procedure you want to undergo, you know, that's there's your option. You have to get super helium injected into your vocal cords. Great. Yeah, if you want to do the low range, of course, it's a similar thing. It's just with a different with a different chemical. You just fill it up with water. You just fill it up with water and just sort of squirt it in there. <laughs> um, and if enough water gets in there, it'll just kind of lower your voice. And uh, the only side effect is you will then sink in water anytime you try to sin, swim. Okay. Because you'll have water on the inside and water on the outside, and the body doesn't uh, doesn't agree with that. You can't be more than 85% water or else you will sink. And that's the risk that we're all taking. You know, obviously all these, all these procedures have risks, but I think that it's pretty clear that they're kind of worth it. Each of them does come with a risk of death, which is something that we have to say, of course, there is a solid, I'd say, um, 20,000% chance you will die. Oh, you know, a, a 20,000 out of uh, 21,000 chance. That That's not 21,000%. That's not how math works. It's new math. <laughs> it's super math. It's, it's math that's been injected with super, <laughs> with the super chemical. Great. I'm excited to get my degree in super math. <laughs> Isn't that basically what you're getting your degree in? Isn't that basically because you're you're doing what like your because your degree is like a programming slash math that is like an honors certificate? But we've never touched on super math before, right? But what you're doing is super math. That's essentially what you're doing is super math. I've injected my math with super chemical. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's really interesting. Like, super chemical is a really interesting uh, invention that we all know about in this world, our world, that is definitely the real world. And We don't live in a fake world. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> no, yeah. And it's amazing all the different applications that we're finding for it. Do you have other applications for super chemicals or maybe a crane? I mean, I guess yeah. that's why we live inside Smash. That's where, that's the world that we live in. <laughs> that's where super chemical is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Since we live in there. Um, and also, I think, in people's headphones. Yeah. Well, no, we're just voices. Our bodies aren't smashed. Our voices are in the, you know, it's a whole thing. It's why, it's why it makes it so We injected ourselves with super chemical in order to be able to do this. <laughs> Exactly, exactly, exactly. Do you have maybe another craving that has to do with any of this? Or really just with anything in general? You know, we're really all about all cravings here. We're an do all you have the all craving? The all craving. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if this is the, the all craving, but it does apply to thing. So therefore, I guess it falls under the category of cravings we will do on the show. 
So my uh-huh. next <laughs> my next craving. Sorry, I'm trying to still process the things <laughs> that you just said because you said them in such a weird way that it made me think that maybe there was something confusing about them, but like they sounded like words that should just be pretty easy to like say. Okay. <laughs> um, my next craving is woodworking. <laughs> okay, <laughs> hell yeah. Hell yeah. How are you craving woodworking? Well, I just I want to work with some blades and mm. some sanders and I want to make pretty wood art. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is very good. I like I like wood art. It's 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 really cool. Are you thinking like industrial type woodworking or like, you know, chiseling or I only have my experiences from high school, which is mm. we had all the tools. We had a big yeah. room. They had tools in them and I yeah. got to use those tools to and make you things. Made yeah. Stuff. Yeah, no, I made what did I make? I made a gumball machine, as everyone had to. I made a box because you know you're a child, and that's a pretty good. Did you first... make the? Did you make the gumball machine before the box? No. Was the gumball machine the first one of just like, all right, we need to we need to introduce this, make this very simple. Let's start with the gumball machine. No, the box no, was my box first, first project in my first year of woodworking. Yeah. The gumball was the first project in my second year of woodworking. Right. My favorite thing that I've ever worked on was a rocking horse. It wasn't mm. just my project; it was me and my friend who. Worked worked on it Hell yeah. um, together and it was for her little brother for his Aww, birthday. Oh, that's very cute. Yeah, so we made a rocking horse and it was super fucking awesome. That's, that rules. That's yeah. super cool. Yeah. That's and now awesome. I'm like an adult with like ideas. Uh, with and, woody ideas. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, versus a child who just did everything that the school system told yeah. told yeah. her. Uh, so now I have ideas of things I want to make, but I don't have any of the tools that cost thousands and thousands of dollars. Yeah, it's tough. Um, I also took woodworking for a year. I realized fairly quickly that it was not what I was interested in doing, but <laughs> I made a very good like shelf, basically like a like a cabinet, I guess. Yeah, yeah I made it. How I made big? It, a, like, a big, a big, wow. like, a big one. It it houses my video games back home. <laughs> nice. So I made that, and that was really cool. And so I understand the desire to woodwork. So in order to solve this craving, you need the tools. I right? do need the tools. Need or the I tools. need an alternate way to woodwork. Mm. How can we woodwork without how the tools? How can we work wood? Okay. Claire, okay, so how do we work wood? I think obviously fingernails is the, the uh, obvious uh, answer. Um, if you just scratch the we, wood, we've we've never done this before. I'm gonna veto that because I don't want fucking splinters. Okay, yeah, that's that's. I just that's, that's I want fair. you to I want I want I want to walk through this with you, Bri- yeah. Brianna. I just want you to take a piece of wood uh-huh. and shove your fingers under it and tell me what you think is going to happen. It's going to turn into a beautiful crate. No, I'm going to get splinters literally everywhere. You're going to become a splinter home. You're going to become a home for splinters. Okay, well, fine. Then I guess we need some sort of tools because clearly we can't just use our our hands because you're afraid of, you know, getting tons of really painful splinters that would be really (laughs) annoying and terrible. So sensitive. You (laughs) damn SJW. I'm just an SJW cook. Splinter Justice Warrior. <laughs> Splinter Justice Warrior to the rescue. 
I'm so, here with a pair of tweezers to save you from the splinter. Please hold out are, your hand so I can tweeze you. Tweezers are actually going against my free speech. Tweezer, can I tweeze you? <laughs> Please, sir, I need to tweeze for splinters. Oh. Okay, so I think I understand why you vetoed that one. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the reason I vetoed it. So then we do need some sort of tools so that we don't get our bare skin all over the splinters. Um, what if you just gave me an idea? What if we use a bear to carve our wood <laughs> and then we can get that bear skin all over the wood? They have sharp claws and no fingernails. <laughs> but Claire... I don't want to hurt the bear. But the bears scratch wood for fun. They go and scratch up okay, a big tree point, just to point. wake up in the morning. This isn't going to hurt do, them. They do. They do. They also tend to like just rub their kind of bear their back. back on <laughs> yeah. They their rub their back, you know? So we got the bear in claws and the bear back. And these are going to be our tools. Bear, bear back woodworking. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's good. How are we going to direct the bear because i assume that the bear is a participant yeah like an active participant in shaping the wood well you know what now we have a new problem we just need to learn bear we need to learn how to communicate in bear i think i think that we just need a bear translator what what's 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 what? english to bear yeah so english to bear i think um i think what is hello can you please carve me a beautiful piece of art in bear now i my bear's a little rusty but i think that it's great now now if you ever want a bear to make you a beautiful piece of art all you have to do is take that clip and just play it out loud and hold it out to a bear <laughs> And the bear will almost certainly, it's probably a 50 for 50% chance of uh, attack you or, or make you a piece of art. Yeah, and you need, I, well, I also want to make sure that it's clear to the bear that they are going to be an active participant in the well, art making process. You, you have to say this in bear. Yeah. Participant. <laughs> There's no translation for participant in bear. No. Bears don't participate, they achieve. <laughs> Bears have never collaborated. <laughs> they only do things themselves. Uh, they only go on honey heists together. That's the only time yeah. they, they ever... They find each other unbearable otherwise. Nice uh, honey heist reference, by the way. I'm very excited to play honey heist one day, which is... A good RPG. Go look it RPG. up. Go, go Google.com go. forward slash honey heist. That's not the URL. Don't look for that. It's a great, it's a great, great thing. I think it's Google.com um, forward slash search forward slash honey percent 20 heist. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Isn't there a slash? I feel like there's another slash in there. Probably. There's always slash on Google. Um, I can guess URLs. I'm good at that. That's my superpower. <laughs> Hello, welcome. I've been, guessing. I've been I've been injected with super chemical. <laughs> my superpower is coming up with URLs. That just gave me a certain idea for woodworking. Okay. Um so here's your here's your wood that you need to work. And then you make a program um, <laughs> that allows it that allows this computer blade to do the woodworking for you. You program yourself woodwork doing oh so it's reverse 3d printing it's reverse 3d printing you start with 
a big block of wood, and then you enter into the program, all right, here's how I want this to look, and then the computer will take little blades that are all in all of our computers, as we know. <laughs> Every computer includes at least two blades. At least two blades, and it will use the blades to shape that block of wood into whatever you're trying to make. You do have to be careful of this one, because the computer will see anything in front of its path as wood that it needs to carve. So don't ever stand in front of your computer. There you go. It's really efficient. Really, really, really smart. Uh, you can go download that at... Um, well, I, I have the superpower. It's a... Uh, yeah, tell me tell me the URL for to download the woodworking program. It's um wood2carve.cravings forward slash install forward slash not a virus dot com and yeah the dot com is at the end of, of, of all of that dot cravings dot com you know uh, that that one that one domain suffix that we all know are there other woodworking there are there other ways to work wood um, do you have other ways that you like to work wood that that you deal with uh really work that wood no nope that's it that's the only way that's the <laughs> one way i do it it's with knives bears and computer <laughs> that's the only way to do it Take, get rid of your conventional tools you don't need them chisel who uh, no the holy trinity knives bears and computers Pewters. i'd like to introduce you to my religion <laughs> <laughs> the knife bear computer religion yeah the wood religion the religion of wood we all worship wood we all get wood and then we worship it i've already said the word penis twice this episode how many jokes are you going to make what jokes <laughs> anyway this is salt cravings <laughs> are we getting back on the track do we have to get back on the track is that how this works or can we yeah just... i think i yeah we go really fast we go re- we, re- we gotta go really fast for this outro we gotta go really fast for this outro claire 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 claire, 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 claire. what's the outro where are we where can people find us we there you can find us on saltcravings.com or on social media at salt cravings on twitter facebook or instagram yeah yeah or you can email us at submissions at saltcravings.com. Send us submit, your submissions. Please submit your cravings. Or else you will awesome. have to listen to more cravings that shouldn't exist. It's true. If you don't want to listen to more cravings that shouldn't exist, submit your cravings so we have another bit to do. Um, Who are you? You're Brianna. I'm Claire. I'm Brianna. You're Claire. And this <laughs> has been Salt Cravings, a show about going really, 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 really,